Welcome back to the Comics Corner. <laughs> All right, y'all. We're back in the Comics Corner. It's me and Sean. It's been a minute, but we haven't forgotten. Sean, how you doing? Buddy? I'm doing good. Doing we, good. We did a little uh, behind the little pre-convo. That's going to be up on Patreon. We do have a Patreon now going. So Threads and Dreads on Patreon. Check it out. $5. We're going to try and get three extra episodes on there a week for you guys. Three a week? I'm saying three a week, dude. I said one a week, but uh, dude, we can do three a week. We can. So it's $5 a month. I mean, yeah, you want to get your, your money's worth. Yeah, that's and that's what I want to do is just if we have the time, we can do some back-to-back stuff. We can do some smaller, shorter things, some a little behind the scenes, hopefully get some video in there for you guys soon. Yeah. Do some extra stuff. We can yeah. even put up like um, – like I think you can put up like photo roll, like you know, like a shoot. Like say we do like a little photo shoot. You yeah. Know? You can put up like photos, and that'll be Patreon only. So yeah, guys, sign up if you want. Uh, we just recorded some bonus material. It's just us talking about uh, <laughs> Pat. Oh, uh, uh, I must got the Flash. May or may not have drugged me once. The Flash. The Flash. My boy Ezra. Ezra Miller. But today we're doing our normal thing. We're gonna jump through. We're gonna go from twenty two down to number 10 and hit you with that final 10 on our last episode of this official book but before we get into anything little comics news we haven't talked about on the show yet Zack Snyder cut yeah well we did we did briefly well we did briefly but now we've had the actual um we've had the trailer HBO dropped the trailer. I, yeah, I still haven't watched you it. Still haven't seen. <laughs> I, I, I keep. It was on like my home screen at first, and it disappeared, so it made me forget. So you were like, "Who cares?" So I'm blaming HBO. Yeah. Well, that app sucks on the PlayStation. It crashes all the time. I feel like it crashes on everything all the time. Oh, are you having issues too? I've I'll watch one episode on... of something, and then it won't play the next one. I have to like literally restart the app. Dude, I think all those apps just end up. Fucking suck. I never have a problem with Netflix or Hulu or Amazon. It's just this one. CBS fucks up for me. Well, that's time. a new one. We'll give it to them. HBO Max has been around for like, HBO has been doing streaming forever. Forever, yeah. <laughs> they should fucking get their shit together. I mean, anyways, let's. But, let, hey, we're, off, we're getting off, off topic. topic. <laughs> um, it looks fine. I was saying, and I commented this on a fucking Instagram question about it that it looks fine. Who cares? This universe is dead. <laughs> Like, yeah, you were saying that. You know, Suicide Squad 2, great, is going to have nothing to do with this. It's loosely in that universe. Did you see, like, the new one? Like, the, the, the Harley Quinn movie? Birds of Prey? Was it good? Yeah, it was fine. How was Ewan McGregor? Wasn't he Black Mask? He was Black Mask. He was, um, he was tolerable. I wasn't, like, mad at it okay. by any means, but... It's interesting. It was it was a weird kind of take on it, and it was definitely just a Harley Quinn vehicle. Like right. it was supposed originally they branded it as Birds of Prey and they got no traction on it, so they had to change it to Add like that stupid like uh, and undertitle. The Harley Quinn Fantabulous Emancipation of Harley Quinn or something. Right. And it's just like Because you know, when you hear the word emancipation, you think Margot Robbie. Yeah, that's uh, exactly <laughs> classic combo if you're doing that flip up game right but yeah you're right i mean no one's unfortunately no one cares about this dc universe enough to just be like oh i wonder what's the next phase you know they it's 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 crapped out it seems it that's 
I totally agree. It. I almost don't even see the Shazam universe that's going on. I know they're making a second one. Great. They're making this Black Adam movie. I don't know how any of this shit is ever. Who's is this all supposed this? to be in, like? Is this all fucking intertwined? What the fuck is happening? <laughs> no one's leading this goddamn ship. Yeah. And it's just a bunch of people rowing in a boat in different directions. Yeah, you got the rock just being like, I like Black Adam. Yeah. I'll produce that. <laughs> yeah, he's just like he just wants to play Black Adam in a movie. And it's like that's gonna be nothing. After that, Black Adam doesn't have that great of a story. Right. Why would that be the character? Do you feel like it's because you most resemble him? <laughs> yeah, that's exactly why he wants to do it. Dude, I don't know. Maybe play he was super. Someone cooler. Maybe he. Maybe he is super. Because I actually do work with the guy. Shout out, uh, Wade, my boy on pantry is a big. He. I mean, he's a little bit old. He's an older cat. So he. He actually used to collect single issues, a lot of single issues. Okay. And uh, he said he loved Black Adam. He said he was like that. Was he? He was really into that. I'm like, okay. I. It, I guess Black Adam probably has a weird fan club. And it's like, it's my boy Wade and Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Yeah. And they meet on Tuesdays. <laughs> yeah. Like, what? It's just such a weird character to me that I get has like background in history, but I just feel like it's such a one dimensional kind of character. Right. But as far as the <laughs> Justice League movie, I honestly don't have a ton of interest in it, but I'm going to watch it. So I guess that's kind of what DC has going for them. They know that like yeah, the gonna... nerd boy fanboys that aren't even that into it are still going to check it out because yeah. you want to see it. I've literally like I've the only I think the only DC movie I haven't seen is the new Aquaman. But Which I've seen I... Yeah, but I've seen everything else kind of like not even wanting to. Like I watched Shazam the other night and I was just like, "Okay, whatever. I'll put I'll watch Shazam." All of them are just absolute uh, most of them are all just completely serviceable. Yeah. I guess Wonder Woman 1 is pretty good. And they're decent movie theater movies. You know, like, yeah. I saw Batman vs. Superman in theaters. I enjoyed myself. It's great. Like, yeah, like, that was a good time. Some people would but disagree. you have to see it that way. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's seeing it in this large format is the only way to bear, to reasonably argue that this is something great. Mm-hmm. That's like, well, you know, visually... But, again, it's just Zack Snyder just, like, loves using, like, a filter on everything. And it's like every movie has this weird, darker filter. And I think it works on smaller things like The Watchmen and fucking 300. But I don't think it works as well on a movie like Justice League that needs to appeal broader yeah you're competing with the avengers you're competing with the avengers and you have a lot of people that love the justice league like like, you know like the animated series everyone loves those the avengers in prior to movies could everyone could care less kick rocks dude yeah it's justice league time baby (laughs) but it's like now avengers whooping that ass and it's all because that movie just doesn't stand up in the way you can watch Avengers 1, and it's still going to be fun. It's still going to be light. All the jokes still hit almost the exact same way they probably hit the day you saw it. Because yeah. none of them are ultra funny. Nothing's laugh out loud, but you're like, this is good. I like that they're having fun. They're throwing it in there. Yeah, yeah like it, they're not like bad jokes. They're just jokes that you're like, oh, that's good. And getting back to what you were saying, there's someone steering the ship. That you know That studio had a very clear direction in what Kevin they were doing. Kevin Feige is... 
the ca- master and yes. commander <laughs> of that ship. Like, he, that man knows what is going on. Yeah. And his job is just walking into offices going, all right, what are we doing? And they explain it. And he goes, all right, so this is some shit that's going down. And we got to figure out how we work all this shit in. Like, he has to have so many threads going. <laughs> like, it looks on like the, the cork fu- board, yeah. Yeah, dude. It looks like the fucking un- or the wanted loom. <laughs> just <laughs> fucking threads everywhere. This wanted. dude's just weaving together. Nice wanted reference. Yeah, dude. <laughs> was that a good wanted reference? That was definitely one of the movies I watched like when like my arm was broken and had absolutely uh, nothing else to do. Was there a second wanted? I don't know. I think so. I don't fucking know. We're not here to talk about wanted. Comic book though. Let's let's uh oh wait, it was. That's right, it was. So fair enough. We're <laughs> All right, still on we'll point. give it to you, but we're gonna dive into the countdown, everyone. Yeah, we'll dive into the countdown because we are gonna try and knock out twelve for you today. Uh number one or not number one. <laughs> number twenty two is classic comics number one. Um whole reason for this being on here is essentially that it's early comics. This is what Initially started the run of people, I think, making comics, and it kind of ran to the 1960s, but it was just showing that comics weren't necessarily all, like, vulgar and superheroes, that you could have, dude, you got the fucking fly-ass musketeer over there. Oh, yeah. Were you a Three Musketeers guy? Not really. (laughs) What about the candy bar? Average. I agree. I liked whenever, like, uh, like... Warner Brothers cartoons would spoof Three Musketeers, like in some way. Oh, you know what okay. I'm talking about? They would, they would always, they'd always throw in that or like Scarlet Pimp, Pimpernel. Yeah, in like uh, Animaniacs and shit. Yeah, yeah you know, those like old school literature references, you know, it, like. That's what it is. I, I like that. I like the concept of it, but. That period of time just fucking is stupid. And me. I can't remember any of their names. They have like goofy ass names. Oh, yeah. Who knows what anyone's name is in the fucking. There, the, three Musketeers. There are people that know all Three Musketeers. Wasn't uh, that Man in the Iron Mask based on that, that Leonardo DiCaprio movie? You ever, Was it? Yeah, it has something to do with the Three Musketeers. Oh, that's I think. sick. I think. Pretty. See, I like the lure of Three Musketeers. That's like up there with like Robin Hood. Like every 10 years they'll try to make a fucking Three Musketeers movie or something. I'll be honest. I think what it is is that weird era of British like folklore yeah. where it's like Robin Hood, King Arthur... Three Musketeers. Yeah, what's next? Like, fucking Canterbury Tales? Like, who gives a shit? (laughs) They just make all these into movies, like, every fucking year, and you're like, dude, enough. Zack Snyder, guess what he's doing? Fucking Mother Goose? I don't know. (laughs) He's making King Arthur. Like, yeah, like, they camp, like, Camelot. Who gives a shit? (laughs) We get it. I don't give a fuck about the Knights of the Round Table. Don't know what they are. You know what they're going to do? They're going to make that, like, King Arthur movie, and they're going to, like, Game of Thrones it up. They're going to make it sexy and fucking just kind of weird and dark. What are the... Are the Knights of the Round Table named after, like, like how Care Bears are? Like, there's a... (laughs) Sir Loves a Lot. Sir... Yeah, (laughs) Sir Loves a Lot. Sir Sir Brave a Lot. Yeah. I just don't... What... Do they have names? Yeah, yeah. Percival and, um... What? And, uh, um... There's a bunch of them. There's like 12 of them. They all have names. That's yeah. insane. I thought I knew more of them, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Percival. That's one of them. Hey, hey, I know more than you. Let us know. <laughs> let us know. 
Who's your favorite night of the round table? Um, it's the fucking Monty Python. Like, you know, like they do uh, that. Yeah, see, so I'm not a big Monty Python. That's, how, that's the only reason I probably know any of their names. I was just watching um, the Holy Grail. Yeah. I, I just don't think I get and that and that's Monty fine. Python. And that's to, like there's and certain I, things. I respect I, it. Yeah, I get I'm not why. like sitting there like I'll watch it. I'm not gonna dog it. But sometimes I'm like, I get it, man. Yeah. Just some guys with fucking uh coconuts <laughs> running around, man. What's up? Yeah. And I feel like people have ruined it a little bit. Always. It's been tarnished. Always. It's a, a an OG tarnished thing. Yeah, like Monty Python fans are the classic, like the fans suck and ruin something that's Yeah, they're good the and classic Rick they're and Morty fans. Rick and Morty. <laughs> I was just talking to someone in here and they had a Rick and Morty hoodie. Okay. And I was like, we were talking about it and I was like, dude, it just sucks that they're like I watched that I was saying on a prior episode, I just recently watched a couple episodes. It's funny. Great. It's, yeah. Super funny. But the fans ruined it. I, too many pajama pants. <laughs> too many me telling or you telling me you're Rick. And I don't, like, as if that means something to me in life. I'm a Rick, dude. Okay. Well, <laughs> you're a cartoon. You're an alcoholic cartoon character. <laughs> um, but I forget where I was going with that. I don't know. I can't remember either. <laughs> we were we were t- comparing it to like Monty Python. Oh, but yeah, it's like Monty Python. Those people, that's parents now. Now you have like everyone's parents. Like, oh my god, have you ever seen Monty Python? <laughs> that's way funnier than American Pie. Yeah. It, even getting back to like old SNL sketches, like we were talking earlier, like some of them like aren't that funny, like at all. No, there's so many bad ones that you're just like, this sucks. Everyone knows SNL. There's probably more bad ones than good ones. That's why they have to make these best of collections. <laughs> what do you think the percentage is? Good to bad. <laughs> Like, like thirty to seventy, probably thirty seventy. Dude, I've, it's been on for like fifty years. I, was I mean, say, yeah. There's good, there's definitely a lot of stinkers. Twenty five percent of them were good. <laughs> I think that might be a high number. Of ones. Yeah, I mean, the ones that are funny are funny. Hey, you know, it could be twenty eighty. So what's after this fucking Musketeers comedy? After oh, we got Archie now. We dude, we got Archie number one coming in at number twenty one, dude. Welcome to Riverdale, bitch. Archie rips, dude. Who doesn't like? I mean. He's still relevant, you know that. I know a guy who, no joke, wears a hat the same way that Jughead does. That where, stupid the, crown style. Where do you even find that? Did he get the thrift? He's no. I don't know where this guy found it, but he looks pretty insane. Does he really? Oh, of course. <laughs> I don't want to say the man's name or where I know him from because it's his place of business. But dude, the dude looks. I'm like. Do you have a crown hat on, man? <laughs> First off, you're a, a heavy set guy. <laughs> you're you're not Jughead. <laughs> yeah. Now you just look like fucking King Ralph. And you. <laughs> Did you ever read Archie's? I've like I've skimmed through him. You know, I mean, I get the gist of it. You know, he's yeah, in high I mean, school. He's got his problems. You know, I just love in uh, chasing Amy when they're talking about Archie comics. Oh, what's they're like? He's like uh, they're talking about how Archie could have fucking both of them. He's like in the, in the one. Uh, gay black dude, the the comedy's like, oh no, dude, Archie was gay. Like, I'll I'll show you right now. We'll go get a stack of books and I can show you. <laughs> and he's, he's like, like no, his mind sure. is. Bl-. He's like, I'm telling you, Archie got all the pussy, man. He's like, I'm gonna tell you different. We're gonna go pick up a stack of comics. And he's like, oh my god, you're right. He was gay. <laughs> dude, did you ever? Um, have you seen the? There's a show now 
Yeah, the Riverdale, Riverdale show, right? Show. Yeah, I know that's super popular. That's what I'm saying. He's still relevant. I watched it. Yeah, I could see you watching it. Of course, dude. It's definitely like it has some OC vibes to it. That's that's up my alley, dude. <laughs> I like to watch a couple of uh, 20-year-olds pretend to be 15. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, be it's classic. <laughs> and just have drama. So the Archieverse, so in this little blurb, does it talk about... Uh, how basically this is part of that classic, like it was post-war time, people were tired of like violent comics and they wanted something a little bit more more lax, more middle of the road. Yeah, man, honestly, I haven't read this part, but um, <laughs> that does sound pretty accurate to me. That yeah. It is just a more homestead version of like real life and something you can kind of dive into that's lighthearted, like you were saying. Yeah. That's not just ultra- violent 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 you know the that 50s era just seems like one of those times where like everything's always exaggerated by decade like oh 60s yeah. there was hippies everywhere and 70s <laughs> it was all bell like you know but i feel like the 50s thing like is so true everything was so homogenized back then everyone looked the same and yeah acted it was same. like very and so any cutter. yeah anything you see like depicting that is like i feel like the most accurate it's, as far as it's like it's not just like real yeah it's not like a stereotype like that's actually how people like were yeah you're like, no, I'm not trying to make fun like of people. people watch, from back then. Like people watched like Father's No Knows Best and shit and like they're like, "Oh, well that's that's how a family's going to be. Like we're going to make sure of it." That's, <laughs> like, that's how it's going to work. Yeah. Um all right. You ready to move on to number 20? I think I'm ready. I'm think I'm ready. I'm going to let let Sean throw this one out there because he has actually read it. So I'm going to let him take the lead on this bad boy. Yeah, so coming in at number 20 number 20 we have showcase number four, uh, so you got a little little golden age flash here for you. What's up with this book, dude? Uh, so he fights someone. I mean, dude, all these old fucking Flash comics are like all the same. Like they literally uh, that's just, like, true. breaks up a bank robbery. Like I, the Flash is good for that though, where he's like, I think the Flash rogues underrated. Flash has a great rogues gallery. Are you a big uh, Captain Cold guy? Yeah, I like Captain Cold, dude. I like Heat Wave. I like the Weather Wizard. <laughs> I like fucking uh, Trickster. I like fucking Mirror Master Top. He's got a villain in there just called Top, dude. Yeah, so like I got this you know. book in like a it was like a volume one of like Flash comics. Yeah. And I read through them, and like they were just all kind of the same. Like you know, Flash it's doesn't just, get too more too complex until you get into like your Flashpoint stuff and like him going back in time and and shit like that. Or, well, I think they they never like overpowered Flash. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in I mean, the early days, like he was just really fast, just really fast. And then eventually, it was like him being able to like, oh, he can swirl his arm and create tornadoes, or he can like run through time he can do all this extra shit like you can face through walls yeah like you could argue that uh, honestly in these early ones like they're almost is like a peter parker vibe going on he was like they always talk about him being the first like conflicted uh you know alter ego but this was a lot of you had barry allen uh kind of like you know it's always jumping forth between him and uh his like scientist gig and he like he's like always like trying to keep it a secret you know like this is when you started seeing more of that because, like, Bruce Wayne, you know, like, didn't really have, he was just like a rich guy. Like, no one even, he didn't have to balance Bruce a life. Wayne, yeah, His life was really just have, there. His like, life was just there. So, like, this was actually like, oh, I'm a scientist and I have to, like, get my shit together. Yeah, I have to do my job. Yeah. Too. So, like, I'm, that was like early, you know, you're starting, because everyone always credits, oh, well, Peter Parker was the first complex alter ego and this and that that actually had problems and this and that. Like, well, Barry Allen, like, <laughs> had to get back to the fucking lab, dude. I mean, 
I think with The Flash, too, it was like... Peter Parker is just more whiny. Yeah. So it's like Barry Allen was just like a little bit more like... He was a little bit older. Right. So, yeah, he still was like conflicted. It just wasn't that actual childlike teenage version of it where you're used to a Spider-Man. And that's where a lot of kids get drawn in because they're like, oh, yeah, I feel this way. Which, I've honestly, I've never felt. Hey, but I don't know. But Spider-Man's the OG, like, to me. (laughs) I... I'm an X-Men guy, dude. Oh, you're all about the... Of course, of course. But, like, to be honest, like, I I think I've said this on other episodes, like, Flash is cool, you know, but, like, the stories, especially the early stories, never really stuck out to me, you know? I... Dude, the TV show, I'll say the first three seasons, maybe, really hit. Okay. And it's it's super good. The great acting, great cast. Tom Cavanaugh fucking crushes it. <clears throat> that shit rips. I would definitely check it out. But um, what are we coming in at on no, the next one? Number dude? 19, All-Star Comics, number eight. Ooh. Uh, holds historical honor of introducing the first female superhero, Wonder Woman. So this apparently was the first appearance of Wonder Woman. Wow. And the last appearance of Wonder Woman was in 1984. 1984, <laughs> which we will never speak of again. Dude, that is... I mean, that's a big, huge deal. Yeah. That was the first appearance of... Her ever, uh, or in a group, yeah, it's it holds the historical honor of introducing the first female superhero. So, um, what do we have? This HG Peter, I think he's appeared on here before, artist, but like you got some cool people on the cover. You got, um, mm. you got Hawkman, like JSA and stuff, kind of, yeah, yeah. So, you got like Hawkman doing his thing and shit, yeah. So, this when is this from 1942? So, uh, okay. We're still lingering in this, you know, kind of... Is the war still going on? Four just ends We're in wrapping it up in 42, you know, so... We're... So, th- it mentions the invisible plane, and uh, I've been watching, like, Robot Chicken, and, like, there's, like, these birds that get, like, killed by the invisible jet, and it's like, why... And, it's, like, and then, like, they see her, like, f- just flying, like, wait, you can fly? Why do you have a jet? And why is it invisible? It's... That is the dumbest... Oh, oh, oh and they, they do that in the 1984 <laughs> movie, by the way, I probably didn't mention. The invisible jet? The invisible jet thing. Because oh remember, God, Chris Pine comes back, and remember, he's a pilot. And apparently, he just knows how to fly these planes mm. that are more modern. That was like that was dumb, too. Like, I know it's a fucking movie, but he's like, I would love to fly one of those things. And he just gets in the cockpit, and he knows exactly what he's doing. Like, dude, yeah. like, it's all. <laughs> you flew a plane in World War One. World War One. It's 1984, dude. <laughs> They're a little bit different. They've changed. What are you talking about? We'll get Jack to come back on and talk about the planes. Yeah, and figure out how, how different they how are. How different they are. In 40 years. Um, it says right here, Sadly, Wonder Woman's worst enemy didn't appear with the comic pages or as a superpowered villain, but in the form of social reform and psychologist named Frederick Worth. See, like, this is... The, I. That's not exciting to me. <laughs> it, it's exciting, just... There was no supervillain, just a psychologist. Wait, that was her... I don't know. They were probably like, lie on the couch. You have lady problems. <laughs> Dude, that would be... So her, she didn't even have a super villain in it. Her villain was. She's literally not even on the cover. So like, I mean, you can you can kind of. This oh, just happens yeah. to be the first time she's in the book because I think there's a bunch of stories in there. Dude, but we're gonna move right on. I'm not too psyched on this uh, top twenty so far. These books, uh, just not super super familiar All right, with them. We're going Detective Comics number one. Okay, what year is that from? Uh, we're gonna be looking at. 
you know, one second. Dated 1937, dude. Okay. Oh, wow. I mean, dude, it is a ultra-racist cover of an Asian <laughs> person. Like, yeah. it is just very, very bad. I like the mustache. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know. I mean, I think, obviously, it was just... These artists coming together for the first time and actually doing their thing. What? When does Batman come out and Detective? 39. 39. So, I mean. So, they were running for They two fuck years, around yeah. for a little bit. Then they go into. What is this story that's in there? You got a uh, brief description? It's a. Sorry, guys. It, just a, just ahead of time, instead of like, usually we skim this book over real quick, but we were we busy recording a Patreon bonus content and had to talk about. Buying laced weed from uh, Ezra from, Miller, but it's about the Flash, so it's way better. Uh, there is a the Magic Carpet and Oriental Stories, so it doesn't sound good. I mean, I, I don't think they like that. I don't think they like Oriental anymore. No. And I get it. It just kind of it, it's harsh on the tongue. It's weird, isn't it? A rug. It's too? like the name Keith. You know, it's just <laughs> not great. You know. <laughs> Yeah. Dude, hey, do you know anyone uh, personally cool named Tommy? Yeah, I do, but we call him Tiz. Shout out Tiz. Okay. That's, but you, so. We don't, I, I mean, I had we call an, him Tommy every once in a while, but usually it's Tiz. I was in an argument with someone about if the name Tommy. And is my a Uncle cool Tommy. Guy name. Shout out my Uncle Tommy. He's a cool guy. He's I enjoy, a cool guy. I enjoy him. Um, but we'll move on from the beautiful Detective Comics, number one. I mean, not beautiful, but it's a The classic. cover wouldn't fly these days. By the way, how much is uh, Detective Comics number one worth in, in 9.2? In 2004. <laughs> That's how up-to-date we are. Is it's in 2004 yeah. it was worth. The market may have changed. There may have been a couple recessions <laughs> since then <laughs> in a pandemic. Could have fluxed. Uh, it's at 75K. Wow. That's not bad. So... From there, we are going to move on to number 17, a.k.a. The Crypt of Terror, number 17 from nice. 1950, so nice. a.k.a. the original creation for the Crypt Keeper. Is it really? I believe so. Very cool. That's I'm, what I read. So <laughs> you can read? I can read slightly. That's an ongoing debate we've had on this. He says he can only but read Instagram stories. And about comics. And about comics. If there's some word balloons involved. Mm -hmm. But yeah, we got some classic horror comics here. You know, classic 1950s horror comics. As we've talked about before, never really read them. But, or as far as never got into them. No. But, but, the, but the artwork is awesome. The artwork it, is terrific. The artwork's super dope. And they're just, I get why they're classics. They have spawned a whole generation of other creators who fucking love that shit. I'm yeah. sure if you talk to... Your West Cravens, even and like all these people, they were passed down. These we should have my friend Ryan Metricardi shout out come on the show because he collects a lot of these old vintage horror really? comics and he knows a lot about them. And dude. he also has a, a large like VHS collection. I'm dude, I'm happy to talk because that's what I think he'd be a great interview. Shout out anyone who's trying to come on, let us know, send us a message on threads and at Threads and Dreads Pod on Instagram. So uh, we're trying to get more people on. Once we're done with this book, we're kind of up in the air on what we want to do in Comics Corner. Yeah. So we have a couple ideas floating around. But, um, yeah, just 
please hit us up if you want to come on, talk some comics. We're happy to get anyone on here. For sure. Um, but, yeah, I think the Crypt of Terror number 17 is honestly just that original creation for something that became so huge, which was the Crypt Keeper. Yeah. So, yeah, worth mentioning. Worth mentioning. Dude, number 16, or what I call a fucking dud. <laughs> Famous funny. There's a lot one. of duds on here, man. It's, you know, I get it. Dude, when is this from? This is probably from, this is from 1934. That's oh, why wow. this shit is on here. This shit is so old, but it's probably great. It's worth $27,000 in 2004. So this is like almost where the term funny book came from. You it know? probably, it honestly, it probably could be. And I like that it's spelled F-U-N-N-I-E, like Doug Funny. Yeah. I always thought that was cool. <laughs> You're like, yeah, I fuck with that. I was guy. easily amused as a child. As a child. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's a fair thing, but I, this is probably almost Victorian to me. Yeah, I... I don't know much about this book, unfortunately. This guy's got a top hat on. So it. I feel like this top twenty, this Jerry Weiss motherfucker is just like flexing on all of us. Mm-hmm. The guy that wrote this book, oh. just be like, oh, you don't know fucking funny book number two hundred, yeah. like, dude. <laughs> why don't you put fucking the first appearance of Omega Red? Yeah, and now we're talking. Yeah, now we're talking. Red Hulk. Red Hulk, dude. <laughs> uh, dude, first Deadpool appearance. <laughs> Come on, bro. When's the first time the Joker appeared? Oh, I've read that book. It's what happened. It's one of the early dude. He like dude. He kills like oh, two he... people. So that book is actually awesome. I hope it, it'll probably show up. Hopefully. No chance, dude. This Jerry Weiss. We'll has... see. Actually, yeah, Jerry's but... a fucking biznatch, but dude. He would never fucking put the a Joker dark literally book kills like a couple people, and it's very. There's a lot of stuff that uh, Chris Nolan took from that book and put in the Dark Knight um, from the first dude. Like even like the holding of like the Joker card. Like I know that's oh, kind of yeah, in other yeah. movies, but like. And like, like I think he was delivering the cards to people before he killed them, like just like in the movie. Um, yeah, like it's kind of violent. Like and like, they, Batman used to fuck around and yeah, kill people all the time. Yeah, well, it was like it was just it was just like people were just dead all the time. And this was like I think this was like pre comics code. And so there was like, like like the Joker literally just like murders a bunch of people, and then he gets in jail, and then he breaks out. I think in the next issue, but yeah, those are like the early early Batman's. That shit's so sick. It was they cool. Used to, yeah, they had a, a collection of them. All the superheroes used to straight fucking... Speaking of people killing people, honestly, we're going to get number 15, Captain America Comics, number one, front image, big cap, oh, is that punching him? Adolf right in the fucking face, dude. Yeah, how do you think we won that war, dude? I, I always feel weird about these kind... I don't feel like that weird, but I just think about it. I shouldn't say feel weird. I just think about it where I'm like, do some people think like this isn't a good look? We shouldn't pretend like. I mean, they were a superhero. I mean, does this fall under the category of propaganda? Oh, it's a hundred percent propaganda. (laughs) One thousand Captain America, and he's punching Adolf Hitler in the face, and he's got just like a thirteen-year-old kid. Right. And that 13-year-old kid grows up to be a fucking complete psychopath. Dude, it was wartime, man. Were you a big Captain America <laughs> fan before the movies? Not really. I was aware of them, but no, I didn't read the comics, no. Yeah. And like it never seemed inter- it seemed so uninteresting to me. Right. Like I wonder how many volumes or like how long of a 
individual Captain America run there is. Let, let, let's be honest. When it comes to Cap, it's all about the shield. Yeah, it's that, shield that only. That completely defies gravity. It's the best. It's the coolest part it's, about him. Well, it's the shield, and then also they say it's his like morale or his moral compass, where he sa- whatever he says goes, he's such a strategic person. Yeah. But then, I mean, spoiler, if you, for, I don't even know what comic this is, but it's just comics history, is they form the Illuminati in Marvel, which originally has Captain America, and then incursions start happening, Sean, where gal or universes start smashing into each other. Of course. Obviously. <laughs> Cla- <laughs> Who, whose universe hasn't been there? I know. I know. <laughs> but so they're smashing into each other, and basically you have to kill this whole planet before it smashes into yours. And Captain America's like, no way. We're not doing that. So where does the Illuminati come in? They're, Captain America's in the Illuminati. Do they actually call it that? Yeah. It's, <laughs> I know Reed Richards is in it. It's Reed Richards, Captain America, Black Panther, Namor, Professor X, Doctor Strange, and... Dude, tell Submariner to kick fucking rocks, dude. Oh, Black Bolt from the Inhumans. Okay. Um, maybe one other person... But basically, they were all like, dude, we got to do this. And Captain America's like, no, we can't. And they were like, guys, kick that plan into play. (laughs) And Doctor Strange was like, and you no longer knew that you are wherever in this. Okay. So they just wipe his memory of all. Captain? The cap of ever knowing about the Illuminati and anything about it. Huh. So that way they can kill him. He's had a rough go. He was frozen. He was fighting Hitler. Then they erase his memory. I mean, come on. Too good of a guy. For for what it's worth, though, I'll tell you, man, Like when it comes to the the movies, like Chris Evans does such a good job of doing that and not not coming off like so corny. It's a tiny bit corny, but it's like it works. It's sincere enough. Yeah, and and, and that's that's not easy to do, to come off. It really is to be like a normal, to come off as a regular person that is just that like. It's convincing. Yeah. Yeah, it's so convincing a, how nice he is. Yeah, and well, because he really is like that. I've seen him in like interviews. He's like, dude, he's like a Boy Scout man. He really good is. For him. Yeah, good for him. We love you, Chris. Um, all right, we're gonna jump into number fourteen, aka All Star Comics number three, first appearance of the Justice Society of America. Okay, aka the JSA, soon to become JLA. No. At some point. No, they're two different outfits? Two. So, all right. So what happens here is this is Golden Age. Yeah, I see. see. So when Silver Age came around, this is when Flash of Two Worlds first came into play and opened up the idea that there's a multiverse. So this now becomes Earth 2 that the JSA has always been on. And then JLA is on Earth One. Okay. When when does that when does that come into play later on? It well. Do they kind of bring this back? Whenever I mean, it came about as early as whenever Flash of Two Worlds happened. Gotcha. When there's that split shot of Barry and Jay Garrick, yes. racing or whatever. 
that is the first thing that opened up the idea of like, all right, well, Jay Garrick exists. So he was in the JSA. Does the rest of the JSA exist? And then you kind of, the rabbit hole just keeps. It's, I mean, yeah, it's, it's content. It's, <laughs> I mean, I, I love the multiverse theory. Yeah. I think that's such a good thing for comics to have where it's like, you can just combine a bunch of stuff. Yeah. People love seeing variations. And, and you have to keep up with it. Yeah. yeah. It's like the perfect, you know, way to sell books. It's, you know? I mean, are you more honestly, and this is obviously a D, DC book, but more Marvel or DC? I'm definitely like in comics, strictly no in movies, comics. Yeah, no, just in comics. Th- honestly, it's Marvel, just not by much. But like, okay. I I read more title, more more Marvel titles. When it comes I, to DC, the ones I only really care about were Batman and Green Lantern. I fucked around a little bit with Superman, but not really. But I, other than that, that's it. I never read any JLA, JLA comics or anything like that. I read more Marvel titles for sure. I did. I think Marvel gets me on comics. DC, animation, all day, every day. Yeah, yeah. Marvel, again, on movies. I would have to 100% agree. Um, I wish there are a lot of great DC comics. There are, but yeah, you have to know which ones you're looking for. You do. Because there's a ton and of And I respect content. that. But you can pick up a lot of Marvel comics and get jumped in pretty quick. Yeah, that's why I was, like, I was trying to mess with like Superman comics, but there's a lot of just like ones that like I, they're not that entertaining. It's, but there are certain runs that are actually really cool and, I, and creative. I get that, but to a degree, you're also just like, this kind of blows. Like, he just, Superman is just not the person you want. Like, it he's too OP'd for so long. Yeah. Then Infinite Crisis happens, and I guess he kind of goes back to normal. And then I guess he gets killed again. And it's just... It's all these things that you're like, it's either all or nothing. It's exhausting, man. <laughs> and you're just like, you're, it's not a relatable person. Yeah, oh, of course. Batman's relatable because everyone wants to lean into being depressed. <laughs> it's like the easiest thing to do. So Batman's, It's cool to be sad. Yeah, it's cool to be sad, and that's what Batman is. So you're like, yeah, this is the coolest guy. Yeah. And it's like, that's why he has fans. And speaking of, dude. Oh, Number 13, Ooh, Detective Comics. Number 13. Number 38, first appearance of boop, 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 Richard Grayson. <laughs> Richard. A.K.A. Dick Grayson. Dick Grayson. A.K.A. Robin. You a Robin guy? Yes. I love Robin. Robin, dude. Yeah, cool. man. Cool. When you're a kid. He's the ultimate sidekick. And when you're a kid, you're like, dude, I could become this. Yes, absolutely. I could. <laughs> Maybe one day. My parents could die <laughs> in a freak accident at the, circus. at the circus, and then I will be adopted by a single rich white man. Oof, living the dream. <laughs> living la vida loca. <laughs> um, dude, Robins are sick, though. Yeah. Who's your, do you have a favorite Robin? Dude, Can you I, go that deep? Oh, Chris O'Donnell was the man back in the day. Chris O'Donnell? Yes, Do you have sir. a favorite comic book Robin? Oh, comic book Robin? Yeah, so we got, you got Dick Grayson. You got Jason Todd. Yeah. You got Tim Drake. Mm-hmm. You got Damian Wayne. You got Stephanie Brown. You have Carrie Kelly. Carrie Kelly. You have... There's a lot of Robins. Man, that might be it. That's a lot of freaking Robins. I mean, I go for the OG Dick Grayson, you know, for Dick sure. Dick Grayson? Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm a Tim Drake guy. Yeah, Tim Drake's cool. 
Yeah, he's but uh, I don't know something about the original. You know, I, I like the the, the I like the Nightwing fit, and I like the fit. Yeah, and Nightwing suit too. That's so you what, get the double duty with Nick, that's Dick what Grayson. I like though. Is and I go so Dick Grayson was a comic for you. Like when did Nightwing come around? Nightwing came around probably in the nineteen. 19- 80s, so I it would took guess. that long, yeah. Yeah, for like him when, to I, actually. When did they? Fr- so the right after Dick Grayson, who was the next Robin after that? The that next was one Jason after Todd? that was Jason Todd. The Jason Todd situation was they had him for a while. He was basically just a bootleg Dick Grayson. Yeah, yeah. And he gets attacked and kidnapped by the Joker. So at the I've end of the, yeah. so at the end of the comic. DC gave the fans the choice to call in <laughs> and determine if Dick Grayson or if Jason Todd lives. And they all killed him, right? And no, it was like super tight. Oh, it was like close. It was so, super close. So um, he dies and he became one of those characters for a super, super long time that he was in the Uncle Ben, uh, you know. Bucky, like Jason Todd, like people that weren't supposed to come back, uh, and then they <laughs> these people just end up coming back anyway. Yeah, of course, because he ends up coming back. I want to say Hush was his first like appearances, maybe, but it was allegedly Clayface. Oh God, it's yeah, it's always it, Clayface yeah. when you least expect it. <laughs> it's always gonna be Clayface, but yeah, um, I mean, he's the world's greatest actor. He is. That's <laughs> dude. Shout out if you have not watched the Harley Quinn uh, DC animated show. It should be on HBO Max now. You're saying it's good. It is fucking hilarious. Yeah, I'll check that out. Um, But Clayface in that also plays a very over-the-top actor. So is it 50s or is it still 40s when when this comes out? 42. 42, okay. Which is, I mean, that makes sense. 40s Batman is cool, so... Because I like the very he simple still co- killed. and the simple costume was really cool. It's once you get into the fifties, he gets that more classic like cow look with like the blue, oh more yeah, of a blue and black. I don't like the blue that much. I like a, I like this seventies Batman's is my favorite, dude. Those seventies, uh, seventies Batman like Neil like Neil Adams draws oh, yeah, him, yeah, yeah, dude, yeah, yeah, so yeah. sick. And um, but but that original costume or like the forties one is really sick. But once you get into the fifties, I had a book that I got from the library. Shout out Lakewood Public Library. If you guys ever want to like just check out any of these books without actually maybe having to buy them, just you can steal them. Dip your toes. We don't steal from the library. You borrow. You borrow some books from the library. You'd be like, oh, these are dope, and then you keep start them forever. Them. Yeah, you can do that too. <laughs> but you're just still borrowing them. You return them when you die. So I had this book. It was Batman from the 50s, and dude, all these stories were so wacky. Like, Oh, uh, that's when they have so many <laughs> off-the-wall like, like, you know, like goofball. Yeah, like Batmite. Yeah, dude, like all that stuff. He's a, in. He's from the same dimension as uh, Mr. Mixapolilic. Yeah, yeah, from uh, Superman. Yeah. Yeah. But speaking of someone who has a lot of alternate costumes, dude, one of your favorites, as you said, dude, we're jumping in to number 12, which I can't believe it's this high on the list. Yeah, I thought it'd be a little. I thought, I thought it'd be at least be, top ten. Yeah, it's on the cover. Of Amazing the- Fantasy number fifteen. That's your first appearance of the one, the only Peter Parker, Spider Man. What else can What else can be said? I mean, this, it's, this spawned the- Spider Man's chill, dude. He fucks. Yeah. Pain, you know, pain in the ass to draw. I feel so bad for these artists. Everyone always says drawing Spider Man was the was oh, the hardest. just so many. Because of the webs and stuff. Yeah. 
I was never. I loved the Spider-Man cartoon. Okay. I don't think I read a lot of Spider-Man comics, to be honest. These are the most comics that I've read. But see, I would say least comics I've oh, probably really? ever read. Yeah, I've read a lot of Spider-Man I've, issues. I and cannot think of an arc that I've like fully read. Okay. If that makes sense. For sure. Where uh, I'm like, I feel like maybe I've read a part. Bunch of singles spread out, yeah. Yeah, but I've never just read like gone to the library and stolen a Spider-Man <laughs> book. Well, my, I, I mentioned on the very first episode that my friend Chris and his, his brother had this awesome comic book collection. He's actually letting me borrow some comics right now. But most of them were Spider-Mans, and I, I just I loved ripped them. We, through. Ra- we ripped through them, man. What are some stories? Um, I know Craven's Last Hunt is supposed to be yeah. a fucking heat Craven's box. sick. I mean, he, that's what it comes down to Spider-Man, because people say the same thing about Batman, but he really did have the best villains, you know? Spider-Man you like does have... Gallery, but Spider-Man has the best villains, man. They're up there. Yeah. I mean, they're just so recognizable and like everyone me, knows what's them. What's a top 3 pers- just personal villains? Yeah, not in, uh, in from Spider-Man. Definitely Doc Ock, he's definitely Okay. Up there. Um the cl- cr- classically Green Goblin, but I love always loved Vulture. How many like 60-year-old like villains are there that's out? A, and he's like flying around. Dude, that's Manhattan. a solid. I would definitely like I was so surprised when they had Michael Keaton do Vulture. I'm like, first of all, they're doing Vulture in the movie. Like, Perfect that's, though. Yeah, but it was, Michael Keaton rips it. Yeah, but the fact that they chose Vulture was pretty cool. I think they're Mysterio doing, too. Mysterio I think they're cool doing a good job at picking people for those movies that are a little out. I'm nervous about this new one for the new Spider-Man from okay. Marvel because I think it's gonna be. I there's a lot going on. There's a lot of people involved. I know everyone wants it to be. Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire and Tom Holland team up to like fight fucking 42 villains, but that movie sucks. <laughs> right. Just thinking about it is annoying. Well, if any of those guys show up, it's not going to be for very long. I that's I what I want. Hope. I want all of them to just be I don't want it to be even the amount of interaction they have in into the Spider-Verse. Yeah, we'll see. You know, what's funny about this book, though, Amazing Fantasy 15, uh, I think he, like, gives away his secret identity on the cover. Like, if you read the bubbles, he's like, <laughs> he's like, and little do they know, I'm Peter Parker. And it's like the guy, like, getting carried by he him. He literally like, says, though the world may mock Peter Parker, the timid teenager, it will soon marvel at the awesome might of Spider-Man. Also in the issue, an important message for to you from the editor about the new amazing i think he fights the chameleon in this you might be right yeah i can't i can't remember i wonder chameleon's all right i never there's not a lot of resonance with the yeah. chameleon the the whole like i can become anyone kind of deal like yeah we have mystique yes and exactly. she's a sexy woman and she actually <laughs> had, that i did always kind of appreciate a character like that like the shapeshifter villain yeah. because the ones that like you never saw their true form it's like no one knows what he actually looks like you actually know what mystique looks like yeah but mystique's dope of course of course of course but here's a real question what do we what are we at at time uh we're at 47 we're good okay perfect i need to ask you who do you think before we get to the last one, the last one's going to be brief because it's our absolute favorite <laughs> thing in the entire world. Um, who do you think they're recasting or better yet, who do you think they're bringing back 
from Fox Marvel into Disney Marvel. Oh, if well, anyone, definitely like the X Men. Do you think they're gonna? No, but do you think like they're specific people like actors? Oh, are we bringing back? Uh, you know, whoever plays Michael Michael Fassbender, Fassbender. I would like to see that. Yeah, I think I I could get into that. James McAvoy, I could. Give or take. I mean, it's Professor X. He doesn't do anything. Like, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, like a new Professor X will be fine. And, I mean, yeah, Fantastic Four. You know, they're going to recast all that, obviously. Have you been watching WandaVision? Of course. Of course. Of course. Dude. Do you know who we're speculating that that astrophysicist, that Monica? No, I don't even want to know. I don't even want to know. Because then, then I'll just be looking for it the whole time. It's... It's just going to be – It's. I don't think it's going to get any clued, and I don't think it's this person either. Okay. Well, I don't want to know. I don't want to know. <laughs> yeah. How are you feeling about it? The show? Yeah. It's so good. I, yeah, this, it's just heating up. I'm, I'm ready for – I really look forward to it every Friday for sure. I know. I honestly woke up today and was, like, kind of disappointed that it I know. Wasn't. Just drop Just drop it now. But, yeah, no, Ugh. it's such a good show. What number are we at on there? Seven? For uh, we did. There's. They just did six. So six. it'll be the new seven. Will be the new one this week. And there's only nine. Uh, I don't know how many they're doing. I was actually curious about that, but let's see. We're gonna check it out. We're gonna find. We're gonna find this answer. We're gonna get it together. Well, I, yeah, thinking, I don't look up things about this show. I don't like like finding out too much about a show. You know, if I'm trying to get into it. I mean, episode count. Is... No, I no, I know, but uh, that's what. That's why I'm not aware because I wasn't even like looking it up. All right, let's see. But do you think they're going to recast that one chick's character on Mandalorian? They said they aren't. So they they're said just, just going to kill her off? She's just gone. <laughs> she's gone. I mean, nine episodes. Okay. Well, that'll be cool. Yeah, so guys, if you're not watching WandaVision, check you, it out. It's, damn, you it can is binge watch. I'm really fucking Slow th- first three episodes. and I know people that stopped watching because they were so bored with it, but it gets... Really good, and if you like these Marvel movies, you're gonna really enjoy it. So, yeah, I it's one of those shows that the more you're watching, the more you're just like, oh, I need. I have so many questions. Yeah, and we have so few episodes left that the last these last few have to just be chalk fucking full. They need a new what, like. When is the next Marvel movie coming <laughs> out? Is the real question. Black Widow is gonna be the next one to be in oh, theaters. Oh, that's right. They, and they it just they keeps delayed getting that. delayed. I thought so. It's not. Is it done? It's done. They it's just been they done. want it to go into theaters. They want so. it to go into theaters, dude. I'm, they're saying you can rent like an entire movie theater out. For oh yeah, or, or a screen for seventy five bucks. It's nothing. It's you can crazy. play and you can literally just play Netflix on it. Are you serious? Yeah, that's kind of weird. I saw Terry in there for one of them. He was just in there fucking playing like Netflix. You went to the movies? No, he was on like a on oh. Instagram. I was I'm like, watch, dude. I'm going to watch Shit's Creek at the movie theater. <laughs> yeah, dude. That's the dumbest fucking thing I've ever heard. <laughs> that sounds awesome. <laughs> Just get some food, dude. Hang on the theater. I guess. <laughs> it's like, you can't like, smoke blunts in there, though. <laughs> dude, I feel like if you want it. <laughs> I got weed at the crib. I'm, I'm going to watch movies at the crib. <laughs> You're like, listen, I'm definitely, listen, for 75 bucks, I'm definitely going to smoke in here. <laughs> well, my, my, the, my manager, whoever, is like, yeah, we went with like a couple families, like, you know, like a couple or a couple of like, couples. And like, it was cheaper than like it used to be. It was like, like yeah. $10. It was like, I'm like, when's the last time you paid $10 to see a movie? Oh. A matinee is like $13. Yeah, it's so expensive to see movies. But, um, but, but let's right. get into our last comic for the day. <laughs> 
You're never gonna believe it. At number eleven, it's the one, the only, the da- the Donald Duck. The 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 Donald Duck. Dude, Walt Disney Comics and Stories number one. First ever Disney comic. Fucking been a million of them. If you don't know about it, dude, you're fucking up. But we're gonna end. We on are that one. gonna end on that one. We're now at number 10. <laughs> Sorry, Donald. Sorry, Donald. Honestly, if you want to hear us talk about Donald Duck comics, you it's can go listen Patri- to literally any other episode, and there's going to be a Donald Duck shit in there. Well, if we get, but if we get like a Patreon request for a Donald Duck episode, we're going to do do a do- it. If someone does a Patreon request, if you follow us on Patreon and request a Donald Duck episode, I will fucking do it. But other than that, that's the only other like shine Donald Duck gets. So we're now officially at number ten. Um, we're gonna come back next week. Yeah, get that in. Top ten guys, you don't want to miss it. Rock and roll with it. Um, sorry. We should do a contest. How yeah. about this, everybody? Direct message us at Threads and Dreads Pod on Instagram, and just guess one book that you think is gonna be on that top ten. And if you're right, whoever. Uh, responds and wh- whichever book shows up the highest on there, you'll get a shirt off the five dollar rack at PM Threads. How's that you, sound? Do you have a five dollar rack? We have. You know what you get. You get, <laughs> you get the book. You get the book. Are you serious? <clears throat> yeah. That's if you sick. if you guess. So if you're listening, and you message us on Instagram, Threads and Dreads Pod. Guess a book that's in the top ten. If you guess the book and the number right. Then you win the actual book itself. I'll send it to you for free wherever you are. Um, and if there's more than one person who gets that right, we'll fucking figure it out from there. Or if they guess the number one book. Yeah. If you guess the number one book. And don't Google it, assholes. Yeah. <laughs> you don't even know who it is. Dude. We've only mentioned his name about 30 times on the countdown. but You aren't even now listening. Now it's like a scavenger hunt. Um, but yeah, shout out to Instagram, as I just said a thousand times, Threads and Dreads Pod. Also, make sure you go and follow Fuego Fermentation on Instagram. I'm just kind of, we're kind of sponsored. My dude says he's going to drop off some hot sauces. I've had them before, and they fucking rip, dude. How'd I eat them? In a spoon. They're that fucking good. That's how good it is. I just spoon them bitches up right into my mouth. And it was delicious. Do they do like pre-orders on Instagram? Or I they... think he's doing pre-orders. My man said, "I like hot sauce. I'll try it." That's what I'm saying. Hit them up. Follow Fuego Fermentations. Maybe an interview. Some in-house tasting. We might have a little in-house tasting. Having to explain it, that might be a little Patreon piece. Maybe. Maybe if you you watch and you get to know a little bit more about our sponsors. Um, but thank you for listening on Spotify, on Podbean, on Patreon. Get with all those things. Give us a lesson. Peace.